Let's hit record. Let's indeed. All right, welcome everyone. We're back. Three. We're back. back again. We're back. Uh, guess who's back? Back again. Let's hit record. We're tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. In fact, if you're enjoying listening to the Let's Hit Record podcast, <laughs> it's because you're friends. only thirty seconds in. Give it some time. <laughs> yes. So let's jump right in because we tend to waffle a little bit in this. Uh, so let's dive right into this week's weeks this week. So interestingly, like a little behind the scenes for y'all actually before we do dive in. I know I said we're going to dive straight in, but now we're not. Um, <laughs> Colin and I have just been discussing how often we're going to be releasing episodes and we're kind of liking the idea of kind of taking quite a casual approach. So this episode is probably going to be coming in about three weeks into our publishing schedule. But if you are listening and we have stuck to our guns and haven't released it the same day every day, every week, sorry. Um, every day? Jeez. <laughs> same day every You're day. You're keen. Uh yeah, then let us know if you dislike that. I think if you like it, you probably won't even be aware that you like it. But if you think it's annoying, let us know. It doesn't mean we'll do anything about it, but I'd like to know if you find it annoying. That, I would that's... say we definitely won't do anything about it because <laughs> yeah. we're doing this for fun. So it's yes, and that's not like a. It's not like a. Yeah, it's not a, dismissive a to you guys, F, the listeners. F, you, it's you um, just that. We we both agreed that if this started to become like hard work and like forced, we would stop doing it. So I think the way to kind of keep it it'll put us off interesting for us and just nice and relaxed and casual conversations, we'll do it when we're kind of ready. But I think right now we're pretty fired up about it, so you know we should be fairly fairly regular ish. Yeah, we're I think yeah I think we're both enjoying this process. So yeah. Okay, seeing as we're enjoying it so much, let's now we'll jump in to today's discussion today's, topic. Today's topic. Is it worthwhile going to university? Yeah. So I actually I polled the Twitter for this. I saw that today. I saw that. I thought because he's I cheating. Curious. He's getting other people's answers. It's called it's called research call. That's all it is. That's all it is. Um, because, well, the thing is, is so I, I, I mean, I definitely have a bunch of things I can talk about from my experience. But I was thinking about it. It's like, well, we are both creatives. Um, designers, marketers, producers, that sort of stuff. So I do feel as though we may be slightly biased in our experience of the higher education system. So I thought it was probably worthwhile to say, well, do you know what? Like, let's just ask the universe and say what, uh, to find out what other people have to say about it, what you know, and and their kind of take on the the value of universities. So yeah. why don't we like? Because I know that we'll probably have a lot to say on these topics anyway. So so you're going to read out some of the responses? Yeah, let's, you had. let's maybe just go through some of them because if we've got any people listening today, who um, where's my tweet? I should have brought this up earlier. So much for being organised. I never said, look, I never said it was organized. All I said is I did a bit of research. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. 
talk amongst yourselves. Right. So the, the one of the things I loved about uh, the question that I put out on Twitter was um, a couple of people give very unambiguous answers to my question, which was, do you think these days, sorry, do you think these days going to university is necessary to achieve the career or life you want? I mean, it's a bit of a loaded question, if I'm honest, but I love that a couple of people literally just said, nope. <laughs> and I, I, yeah, I had, I had a couple of funny exchanges about it. It was like, oh, you know, tell us how you really feel. Um, and like, in principle, I, I mean, I, I do agree. I think certainly from, if you frame it through the lens of, uh, is it necessary to achieve the career or life you want? Well, the the sort of responsibility not responsibility the the variable is in there is what is the career or life you want right yeah that's but yeah I, that's, did, I did i did yeah. phrase it in that yeah. way deliberately um just to because i wanted to kind of guide people hello i'm going to be the one doing your brain surgery today i'm self-taught you know what i mean <laughs> so yeah it's exactly and i, I think like that that was kind of the, i mean again I, I can go into the actual responses um so there were a couple of nopes um so somebody let's here's a here's a kind of interesting one that i i that i can definitely like attest to from years gone by uh one of my friends she replied to say hard one to tell whilst my job and my previous jobs isn't connected to my degree i've been told by employers that it looks good to have a degree on my cv slash job application um and I think that is still true in a lot of ways um, that employers will see a degree on somebody's CV and it will automatically put them in a higher, mm-hmm. like, however, I I think the thing that bugs me about it is it's a little bit of a closed-minded idea. Like, I think a lot of employers do still think that way. I just don't really agree with it in principle. Um, But I think the kind of for that, to work is that like people have to or you know i say people have to people don't have to do anything like let's make this really really clear um this isn't like a a guide to life from ross the 31 year old like oracle that he is um i think it's that there's just so many ways of demonstrating your aptitude for work like productivity getting stuff done like your attitude towards work and and all that kind of stuff shouldn't really be like i don't think a degree will necessarily teach you how to be a good employee right no necessarily no it's not yeah it's not about that yeah and and i think that's that's the thing that i find disappointing about that approach where it's like oh it looks good to have a, a degree on your cv um and it's like well yeah i mean i guess it's a credential that you can use but like i think especially these days where most is it most if it's not most it's a huge proportion of people um will graduate university and go into a career that is literally not even closely related to or like me sit in a call center surrounded by people with degrees who can't get jobs in the field that they did their degree in um Yeah, yeah, it's... but and I, I think that's it's so common though. Like, it, it's I think it's super, super common for that to happen, um, and I think like, yeah, I, it's kind of it's one of these things that kind of makes me a bit sad. Is like I would hope to think that like people wouldn't be passed up on an opportunity 
because they didn't have a degree i mean like an opportunity even to interview you know yeah um because i think that's often what happens is that uh, cvs and job applications go into big piles and they have to Mm -hmm. work out some common denominators to sift through them and just like before because you know they don't I mean, I remember reading a statistic back when I worked in the recruitment industry, as not uh, not as a recruiter but as a marketer, and um, the I think they reckon the average amount of time that a, a hiring manager or recruiter will look at CV is yes. seven seven seconds yeah. before they make a decision as to I think whether read into it further or just put it in the bin. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> delete that. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I've got a real frog in my throat uh so yeah it's just one of these kind of things i like i i can i get it i don't agree with it in principle i think it's pretty much pretty much where i stand on it go on to uni uh i uh, know the the whole the employer oh, the employer uh, thing the employers bit yeah yeah i mean it's 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 just one of those things it's the same about going it's about the 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 subject you do um because obviously there are some subjects like uh, being a doctor and stuff where it's you have to do it you learn to do something in the correct way and mm-hmm. there's i'm not saying there's only one way to do something but like generally if you have to yeah, replace a heart you have to do it in one way so you have to be good at it and you have to be able to do that but so some, like if there's a system that you are yeah going that's into, what you're learning is, like that the, there are a set of rules in place whether whereas something or, like us yeah. with design um you you can learn the process and stuff but there's different ways to achieve the end result um and you could learn those processes on your own and stuff through books and produce something just as good or better than someone who's who's gone to to uni but what else from my point of view from my uh, perspective um I'm kind of on both sides of it. Uh, I think that those people who go to uni to do, let's, and I'm going to say design because that's my experience, mm-hmm. um, sure. is that you learn the fundamentals. You you learn where type comes from and why it is and what it is, and you learn about grids and stuff. And that's is good to like, give you... Like, a, it's like a deep... A deep- yeah, so you have another, you you know yeah. why things are the way they are. I mean, I did I did graphic design and I also did animation as a degree. And when I did animation as a degree, we had art history and stuff. We're like, why the hell are we doing art history when we want you know we're doing animation? But it kind of made sense that you understood where things evolved from because you could then introduce that into what you're doing. Now, you don't have to know all that stuff to be a good designer, but I think it makes you a better and more well-rounded designer to know this stuff. Um, I also think college and university is good for those who have social, are not so good um, at socializing. It kind of puts you together, makes you do teamwork and stuff. Whereas if you're learning on your own in a room and you don't socialize, you're missing out on quite a lot. Um, we know that ourselves just from when you're working on your own in a studio and you've got nobody to bounce ideas around with. Um, yeah, for sure. And, and certainly from a collaboration standpoint as well, you know, it's like 
bringing in other people's ideas. Yeah, totally. Never, that you just would never have thought about. But yeah. I mean, that's that's different. You can do that in studios and stuff. Um, the downside I I found from my experience, and I, I know things are changing now. It's different. I graduated like 20, 21 years ago, um, 24 years ago with graphic design, 21 years ago with animation, is that at that time, there was pretty much zero collaboration between the universities and industry. So mm-hmm. we were getting our degrees, but what the, the, the work we were doing was to pass the degree. It was in no way, shape or form preparing us for what the industry needed. I passed my animation yeah. degree and wanted to get a job in the games industry as an animator. First thing they would say is, okay, so show us um, your animations using low polygon builds. And it was low polygon back then because the hardware couldn't cope with the stuff you can get now. For, so, like, I think I know what you mean by low polygon, but can you just explain? Yeah, so basically, quickly, if, you, yeah, if you're playing a computer game today and you've got characters running around, they're made up, maybe they're not today. See, this is where I, like, I'm such an old person. But the character is made up of shapes. The more shapes in the character, the more realistic it would look. So if you think about the old computer games that had, like, you know, Tomb Raider or, or anything with a human character, yeah. they looked like they were made of Lego yeah. um, because they were low polygon. And the reason they're low polygon is that the game could run faster because the computer didn't have to process so many shapes. As computers got more impressive, you could have more polygons so things look more realistic. But back then, they needed low polygon stuff. But when I was at uni, they didn't limit us. We had high-end computers. We could create animations that looked realistic and all the rest of it. So we weren't ready for that. It was like, oh, I've not done any of that. Oh, I'm sorry. We need someone who has skills. And the people who had the skills in low polygon, guess what? They're the guys who learned themselves in their bedrooms using 3D Studio Max, which was an industry standard software. What was the software we were using at college? Soft Image, which, yes, they were using in the movie industry, but not in the games industry. The first university that I know of that's really thought about that is Abertay in Dundee, who had the first degree in games design. And they worked closely with the games industry to say, the games are to say, here's what we need. We need people with these skills. Aberté went, okay, we will train them in those skills. When I learned, it was like, you need to do this to pass your degree. Bye-bye. Yeah. You know, so... See you later, okay. And and yeah, yeah, another another uh, brick in the wall. <laughs> yeah, so, and I don't know if that's... I don't know if other people who've done other subjects out with design... If it's the same, you know, if you're training to be a lawyer, do you are you just learning case law, which means that's fine for for the I job? Mean, I would imagine that a lot of kind of you know air quote traditional industries, yeah, yeah, are probably a bit more fixed like that. I mean, I know certainly from my experience. Um, so my degree was in publishing. Um, I mean, funnily enough, one of the things you were talking about was like going into the history of type and, and all that kind of stuff. So, like, we did a lot of that as well. And also, like, how the old Gutenberg yeah. press, uh, the old, old Gutenberg presses worked. And, like, you know, like, I remember, like, one day we were, like, setting out type uh, on, like, blocks. And then 
um like binding like book binding yeah, process yeah, as well yeah. we had like a whole load of stuff on that and it was super interesting like i absolutely loved it and actually strangely like never ever would have considered myself a book geek in the mm-hmm. past but like i actually like love all that stuff now like kind of i've never really been a book nerd to be honest but i get really nerdy about ac- the actual physical oh yeah me too. of books do you know what i mean like yeah, like and print processes and all that kind of stuff. It's super, super nerdy, but I think it's really yeah. interesting. Um, but yeah, we had we had definitely had all that as well. It was like so irrelevant to our. Well, that's to, it. You know, at industry, the time but, you're like, yeah. we're using computers. Why are we? Totally, why are you totally. teaching us this? But, but the thing that was interesting was that I mean, I think for the most part, so like for people who wanted to say work in um, like an editorial capacity, so mm-hmm. like just to kind of give that a bit of context to those who aren't familiar with it is that um so like the actual publishing of of manuscripts so that whole process what's involved in the business side of it um and then like making editorial decisions on the books that are going out and not literally like being an editor like not being a copy editor or being mm-hmm. a, a book editor who you're literally changing words it's like it's it's about like the actual so like a lot of publishing houses will publish um similar types of books you know like like p- different publishers are known for publishing these types of yeah. things like and you know that's why certain uh it's like yeah like certain houses uh, will... tash and do the big art books that we get sure yes you know yeah, so yeah, the big example yeah bound, really good example yeah. so um or, or like you know like um canon gate in edinburgh was like known for being one that would produce lots of award-winning novelists and that, yeah, that sort yeah. of stuff and, and really like and kind of independent stuff anyway i, I mean as an independent mm-hmm. uh, publisher but anyway without going into that in too much detail um so from that perspective the kind of the the kind of old world publishing industry um and i don't mean that condescendingly i mean like just what, <laughs> yeah. it, what it was it's like the, the kind of older traditional publishing stuff um it made loads of sense like all the stuff that we did did definitely fit in i think i'd probably say not enough mm-hmm. uh still you know the, there was still a lot of like okay we can understand these things as concepts but it's like actually working in the industry is yeah. a totally different thing but that's probably always the case so that's okay um the thing that i remember finding kind of crazy and i i always gravitated towards the production the design the technical stuff like that was always my kind of forte at the time and i was kind of like even though i was pretty astonished how slow the degree was to adapt because like so at the time like ebooks right had been around for a while yeah as in and i'm talking like pdf downloads (laughs) of books right that is what an ebook was at that point and to be honest the for the most part ebooks were um something you'd be more likely to find on the pirate market than like actual yeah. retailers selling yeah. pdfs um but at the time you know so i graduated and i'm gonna age myself actually what i'm saying i said i was 31 earlier uh i was i graduated in 2009 so in 2009 the kindle was pretty much just starting off the right. amazon kindle not just starting off it'd been out for maybe a year or two mm-hmm. i remember it was like it became a big thing there was a lot of talk about it. The whole e- e-ink screens and all that kind of stuff yeah. was a big thing when I was at uni. Like that four-year period, it was like 
it was hot. It was a hot, 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 hot topic. Unis and, are so slow. But there was literally nothing to be said about yeah. it. Like, and people were like, oh yeah, this digital thing. Not really sure if it's going to take it's off. It's really interesting because, and it's it's so funny. Like, it there's was, a similar so thing. Like saying you know, that unis can be slow to to act on stuff. In my final year, ten years before your final year, um, we had one. I think it was an iMac, or it might not be an iMac. It might just be a Mac, like one of the beige Macs before the iMacs an old, came an old, in. An old Macintosh. I'd say I think it would have been a, because the iMac didn't come in until 1999, yeah, 2000, I think. So um, we had one computer and the, the internet was still kind of new, but... Um, you could fit the internet on that. Yeah, computer, on a floppy that. disk. You know, um, it was when websites had were just covered in flaming skull rotating oh, gifts yeah, yeah, and course. stuff. Um, what else? What else would you put on it? Yeah. But um, I think at that time, uh, Flash was coming in, and mm-hmm. were, there were, and uh, web browsers were getting to a stage where you could be more graphical, and so we were like trying out little animations and stuff. Going, oh, this is going to be great, and the union, the union were like internet it's not it's just a toy it's not going to do anything and we're like oh could we get more computers to no no i'm not going to this is you know this is not what animation is animations this 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 and what you're doing and we're told never never and i remember going back like three years later and every desk had a computer on it because they just had to bow to pressure um but i was amazed because i was like that's actually pretty fast turnaround but that, my no, that is that is that the is. animation course was brand new um i was only the second year of that course running um sure. and so there was a lot of interest in it and i think they got they were a bit faster at moving but if you look at the other industries like or not just but sectors like in unis and that you're like your experience it's just the courses are written and they seem to be locked in for like yeah 20 year periods before they're revisited and you're just like like that i mean don't get me wrong like we had we had um we had like uh modules on web design for example because it was kind of part of the publishing world at the time but i mean it was very very (laughs) rudimentary i guess is probably the way to put it i mean i'm saying that i'm saying that with i'm saying that in hindsight to be fair because we're working in dreamweaver so i guess maybe it wasn't no it's probably for the time Probably for probably. the time, probably about right. But um, still, be a like, few so, years. Like I, like I did my dissertation on. Uh, I can't. Know, this is like really bad because I can't remember the title of my own dissertation. It wasn't the best piece of work I ever produced, if I'm honest. But <laughs> um, it was. I did my dissertation on ebooks, on ebooks, like the the impact on the industry, essentially. Yeah. And at the time, I mean, I remember having conversations with people like at the time. Yeah, I mean, it's not really gonna take off. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, it was it was like I mean, yeah, like yeah, you know, they'll sell, they'll sell, but I mean, I mean, it's not really going to be that big a deal. Though. Like, it's not going to replace things. Oh, I mean, that's just crazy talk. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> so th- from that perspective, it was actually quite funny. Um, the the thing that I it's interesting. I like the fact that you told the story of your university uh, adapting in what I would definitely agree is like a relatively quick time. Um, the my degree year 
was the second last year to ever run run <laughs> the under the undergrad course uh, stopped running the year after we left oh no sorry sorry no the year we left there were i think there was one was there only yeah i think they they stopped taking on as i say the intake must have stopped the then the whilst you were stopped. there yeah the intake the intake stopped i think no, sorry, that's what I mean, sorry, is the intake stopped the year after. Yeah. So, like, our, yeah. But, I mean, there were, like, 12 people on my, in my year. So, it wasn't a huge course. It wasn't, like, a huge group of students. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the master's course, the, the uh, post-grad course still runs, and it's actually, yeah. it's, it's known as the course to do in the country, like, in the it's, UK. It's probably um, better. A lot of post-grad courses are, because they're over a year, it's really condensed, and they kind of have to be up to up to spec with yeah industry a bit like, more what, yeah what you tend to find though as well is that people go people do that degree because they absolutely want to work in publishing and yeah. they have a background in something else yeah. so, and a lot of the times that their background may influence what type of publishing yeah. they then go on to do or, or, so, or the type of role that they end up going to work so in. saying that then say like that's totally the industry they want to be in so they'll do that you also get people who are who really want to be in an industry and they just go straight to that industry as like a 17 year old and say, I will do anything in this business just to get in. I will empty the bins. I will make coffees and they work their way up that way. And I've had lots of friends. I did three years doing graphic design and three years doing (laughs) animation. I could have been a doctor. I'd have been a shit doctor, but I could have been a doctor. Um, And in that time, so I came out after six years and I couldn't get a job. In that time, I had people who'd left school at the same time as me and went into work. And lots of them were in managerial positions earning decent money, you know? And it's like, and I'm like, yep. What the f- sounds, that sounds like a familiar what, uh, what did, case. Yeah. Did I do the right thing? You know, because I was told, oh, you should go, go to school, then go to college, go to uni, and you'll, and then I'm like, you'll then, come okay, out then I'm coming out. I've and got you'll a student make thirty grand a year. Yeah, I've got a student loan. Um, I'm having to work in a call center part time, and yet, you know, and it's just. And then I ended up when I got my foot in the door, I got my foot in the door at a level that I probably could have got my foot in the door without. <laughs> without okay, now I had to show that I could do the stuff I'd yes. learned. But yeah. I probably, you know, the stuff that they were interested in, I probably could have taught myself if I was, you know, wanting to learn it myself. I could have. Um, uh, and like I said earlier on, for me, college and university helped me personally with my social skills. That's what I got mostly out of uni. Mm-hmm. Um I have to say learn so design I, and stuff. I think, but... like, I, I, yeah, I mean, I have to admit, I think the, the social experience of being a, even just, like, being a student and... Yeah, just that whole there thing. Is, there's an element of, so, like, you know, you, uh, like, I'm thinking to myself, like, I went to Edinburgh, like, I moved from Forfar, went to study in Edinburgh, so, like, had to get a job, so, like, worked in bars, um, like, part-time while I was at uni, like, definitely like had a had a social life and like made friends and like i made friends at uni and stuff as well and like 
I think there's almost that kind of it's like diet adulthood that you go into. Yeah, but there's also as well. Like, yeah, it introduces like, you to different cultures because you're so, you're yeah. you're mixing with people from all over the world. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Which you wouldn't do if you kind of left school and got a job in the local co-op. You would still have your yes. you'd still have your friends and stuff, but you wouldn't have the experiences of other people's experience yeah. from around yeah. the world. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And like, well, I think like that that was kind of the. I think if I look back on it, like, because don't get me wrong, if somebody like gunned to my head asked me the question, "Do you think your time at university was a waste?" I realistically, I probably would say yes. Mm-hmm. Like, my first, my gut instinct would be to say yes. However. I also know that I absolutely class those years as formative yeah. years, and like, and the way I kind of look at it is like, I think there's something really nice about, and it like, I know that life shouldn't just be like a big party, right? But I think there's something quite nice about like, you leave school, you then go to this other phase, this next phase of being an adult, mm-hmm. where yeah, you might still have to work and stuff and make money and like pay rent and all that kind of yeah. thing, but like, you're also like it, and it's not so this thing it's not about not having responsibilities but there is an element of well you still don't have a lot of responsibilities <laughs> and you're still because you are still figuring out what you're going to yeah. do for like the rest of your life because yeah. you know you're supposed to know what you're supposed to do for the rest <laughs> yeah, of your life yeah. when you're 16 or 17 yeah. which is hilarious um yeah like i i think there's i think there's a huge value in just like in navigating life in that way where like you're kind of like oh yeah i'm studying this thing i have no idea what i'm going to be doing after it <laughs> I've said I'm that to my son. Doing, I said that know, to I'm Aaron. Working, I'm doing stuff like it's fine. Yeah. Aaron had his induction day at college yesterday and today. Mm-hmm. He's 16 years old. There's yeah. like 20 year olds and 23 year olds in his class. So that's his first experience of being around older people, but it's older people who want to study the same thing that he's studying. So they, ha- they have that instant commonality. So, yeah. That's um, thing. You, you put you put a group of people in a room that have stuff in common, and you know, make friends like um, you make friends. And it's also a, it's a way for because he had a shit time at school, so it's a way for him to reset his clock and kind of be who he feels he really is and stuff. And um, so he's a bit like me. I think college will be really good for Aaron in terms of social. Uh, building up yeah. his social skills and stuff. I think actually, um, sorry, that's a really good point. Actually, just I, I don't know if you were going into this, but something i want to i think is important to talk about is like most so most like okay i know that a lot of people you can go to university as a mature student so let's kind of i'm aware of that let's yeah get that out of the way um but i actually think for a lot of teenagers especially is that like school your time at school (laughs) at like you know secondary school is like at the when you're that age it's like all your life is really like yeah, I mean, yes, you have your family, you've got your friends, but they're probably friends at school. So, and like, you're like, I remember being like 16, right? And like, your social life, your social circle was everything. Yeah. Like, and I remember, I mean, I, okay, don't worry, I like, I was like, I always proud my, I, proud, I always pride myself on the fact that I was never uh, any, I was never the person in my group of friends who was causing drama, right? But I always got sucked into it. But and I remember looking at, I look back at it now and be like, I would never be like that now, right? Yeah. And, but I forget that back then that was all that there was. There, there wasn't really 
a lot else going on. Do you know what I mean? No. Like, because that's that's your life. That's yeah. everything. So that's the hierarchy of that yeah, yeah, was but, the hierarchy but, of your your kind of yeah. Everything. But I think but I think for a lot of people, like so, you know, you mentioned like Aaron had a rubbish time at school. And like, I mean, I, I would definitely say I'm quite fortunate. I didn't have a rubbish time when I was at school. But I think like for those that do, is like when you're young, like you think school is like such a big thing and it's such a big part of your life and if you have a horrible time you just have a miserable teenage life yeah you think but it just it, continues it's like yeah. as soon as you get out of that it's all of a sudden you're like oh the world isn't a piece of shit <laughs> yeah. oh great okay right yeah. and like and like you say like i like i think it's awesome actually what you're saying is like you know you can kind of find his way now and like kind of that's what i mean that's what he what likes like, which is like, great I, yeah I, I we had a chat awesome. about it and he was like because when you're at school, you kind of have to do these. You have to do maths. You have to do English. You have to do these things. And you're told at school, these are the subjects you have to choose. These are what will guide you for the rest of your life. And oh, constantly yeah. I'm saying to Aaron, no, you in 10 years' time, you, you, you could go to college now and do design, go to uni, do design, and in 10 years' time, you could be a, a zookeeper. Life just works weirdly. Yeah, it I, works I have, really, so like, really weirdly. Yeah, I have I have a cousin who, at forty six years old, um, went to study marine biology, then specialized in something to do with hearts, and is now a doctor. And See, it's just and, yeah, and he's now in his he's now in his fifties, I think. Maybe I can't remember. Be kind, Ross, because he's listening. <laughs> I, I I just can't remember how old he is. Um, but I'm sure he was 46 when he started. Like he's been through his doctorate and all that. He's now, I mean, he, like he's now successful academic, doing yeah. actually really really cool stuff. Yeah. Um, but like he spent his years previous trying to be a rock star, um, and like you know, it's it's just. You're fed this. I, I think a lot of people are fed this lie, and it is. And I will call it a lie. <laughs> it's all I can call it is a lie. It's official. It's official. It's, it's a lie. Up. It's a lie. It is a fabrication that people are fed. That oh, it's really important that you get the best grades that you can, so you can go to university because that will set you up for your entire life. And yes, for a lot of people, that works fine. Well, a lot it'll, of people, it'll set you up with a nice debt for the rest of your life. <laughs> there's that, yeah, there is that. Uh, we're both sitting with student loans hanging over our heads. Um, Mine's just but, but my my student loan's slightly different to yours, and and you know that I was yeah, but yeah. still a student loan. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, it, it's just it is just not true that you have to make all these big decisions that will literally set you that will change your life and yeah, so, so much pressure obviously on the path people. yeah but obviously, and obviously like the path you go down will affect your life right i mean it's not to say that you shouldn't think about it but i just think like the i mean to be fair i don't know if it's still the same like i mean i left school 14 years ago mm-hmm. so like um i i don't know if it's changed i get the impression it hasn't really changed that no, much not really no yeah so like i think um the the thing that I hope has changed a little bit is that they're becoming a bit more um, adaptive to just how much the world has changed, um, and just in terms of like you know the careers that they that they recommend people. Uh, I think a little uh, bit because like, Aaron like having their eyes open to what actually like uh, see the amount of occupations that have come across over the over the years where you go yeah I didn't even know that was a thing when I was yeah. when I was at school and someone was like. Like oh, like 
that's a that's a job that someone can have like yeah i mean well that was like honestly i can't like i'm struggling to come up with an example right now but there are just so many i mean even even um to be honest what i do right now yeah what i do as a job that make my livelihood doing i literally didn't even know that existed well a, a good example of that is um with uh i think it was I think it was a Dundee City Council thing. I don't think it was a, a Creative Scotland thing. I could be wrong. I could be wrong in that. It might be a Creative Scotland thing, but I think it's Dundee. It might be Creative Dundee or, or anyway, or Scottish Enterprise. But they created. A, I featured in a a book, um, like a magazine type thing, which was about the creative industries and yeah, what you I've could yeah, and really what cool. you could do. Um, and it was basically to give to kids in school to say if you do art here's all the different things that you could do and it was like and i think they interviewed eight eight of us got interviewed and i was interviewed as a graphic designer uh, which i think some people could see the direct link of you do if you do art and design you could do that but there was also there was like there was a dancer in there you know and it's like oh so if i do art and design but i'm interested in uh drama and dance and because you, you would think you would do drama to do dance but you could you know, you could get like to core, yeah, so choreography yeah, and sure. things like that. So it's to let them see that if you do art and design, the, the art, the arts world is is it's very, huge. It's yeah. very huge. It's and huge, and it's also like um, I was gonna I was gonna use the word incestuous, and that's not what I meant. <laughs> like, I mean, like it, but it, it it's very blurred. It's like yeah. the, all the all the fields do kind of roll. Yeah, you out, can you can move from one to the other fairly easily. Yeah, yeah. Well, Although I like, but they're also so intertwined. Though I think inter- intertwined is the word I should use, not incestuous. Um, in that, like, but they all work together. Yeah. Do you know what I mean like so? Say you like like look look at like say you're like let's talk about like theater production and that that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. Where like da- with dancers, so you've got dancers on one end, which are they're obviously performers, but they may not necessarily be actors. But then you've got actors who are also on the stage and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, very closely related to that is you know you've then got like your directors, your you know all that. Kind of As stuff. you say, all the production staff, the lighting and then, guys, and then production, yeah. lighting, sound, uh, set, set design, the the all the art direction that goes into that and like yeah. it is i mean it's it just, it's splinters very, off it's a very full world i think and like in fact i actually that's probably a really good example like because I've, I've guess i've had a bit of exposure to that sort of stuff in over the years is like all of those types of occupations i just was not even aware that there were things yeah. i think so you to know? answer your question i think things are getting better a little bit because um in their fourth year the, the kids get sent out to college two afternoons a week to study something at college. So last year, Aaron did, um, it was like web design and some graphic design because he chose that. And I think the, the other kids can go into sort of workplace things as well. So it's a little bit better, but the, the, um, they do that. But also at the same time, it's weirdly set up, especially well, in Arn's school anyway, which will be, I'm assuming, the same for schools in this local area, is that when you have to pick your subjects for the year ahead, there's like tables. And the tables are weird. So say Aaron or any kid oh, you're, is interested. Like, you're talking about like uh, choosing your timetable. Yeah, choosing yeah. your timetable. Yeah. And it's like, so Aaron's only interested in design. But, so you've got, if he chooses, like, 
art and design in that one, he can't then choose another design within that one. He has to choose geography. And he's like, I don't want to do geography. But you. Ha- but he's told, you have to choose that because you're in that, you've chosen that mm-hmm. slot, that column. And that's awful. Making yeah. kids sit for a year, three years if they stay on fifth and sixth year, studying something they do not want to study. Yeah. And that's... Yeah, like- I, I remember, I remember at my school, um, kind of when you, you know, getting into those years where you start to like pick your subjects, mm-hmm. and I remember it wasn't so much that like it was like once you're in that track, you had to do it, but you were limited because it was all about when the classes could be like yeah, when um, they were when set. They could be, I, I get it. It set. probably so, was that. It's not like the yeah. column thing, but oh, yeah, it, yeah. it just seemed so very restrictive. It's like it was rarely that you you ended up having to do a subject just cause like just because it was there, but like yeah, you did still have a minimum number of subjects. So there was a bit of a balancing act in terms of like yeah. if I want to do this, um, and this and this, I have like I only really have like two options that will fill that slot, and I don't really want either of them. So <laughs> yeah. What's the yeah. lesser of what's two evils? What's the lesser of two evils? Yeah. And like, I, I mean, I do completely remember that. I mean, just like one of the things um, I wanted to say just around the whole like knowing what op- occupations are even available, and like, and like being in. So you were talking about being interested in. Uh, sorry for for kids who are like interested in art, mm-hmm. um, all the things you can go into. I think like. For me, the the kind of biggest lesson I think I've kind of learned in terms of like working in this industry and like since I've went through education, all that kind of stuff is that like, like I don't have kids now, right? If I have kids in the future, the one thing I will say is that I will 100% support them to do literally whatever they yeah. are passionate about and whatever it is. Because, like, I mean, I, I, I specifically, I can specifically talk about examples when I was younger, um, of fields I was wanting to go into, and was literally told that is a pipe dream nonsense. <laughs> yeah, you will never, you will never work in that industry. If you do this, you will never ever work. It's a complete and utter like it's just a yeah. ridiculous thing. And the thing, and so I'll tell you a little story. So. Um, I mean, I, like, so I was always interested in um, the, in like, well, I did drama. I was always into that. I did, I mean, I did like Andram in my adulthood. You surprise um, me, Ross. I know, I can't believe it. Eh? <laughs> me, the uh, the introverted uh, wallflower that I am. Uh, yeah, and, and like, and singing and like, and music. So like I studied music and stuff as well. And like, I, I, for a, for a, I think to be honest, like I, I did have a brief period where I kind of wanted to go into performing arts, but mm-hmm. actually I'm not, I, I'm not kind of, I don't regret not doing that because sometimes you need to have something which is I just like something music, you can escape music, to I as a hobby. Music, music I yeah. probably would have loved to have dived into properly. Like, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, however, I also, I mean that it's, it's also like for, in a lot of ways a very, very competitive industry and like, I mean, yeah, it just it's it's not necessarily where I should have went. But anyway, that's not really the point. Um, but I always loved uh, I like like me and my friends used to like. Um, we should I should maybe stop talking because people might start googling this stuff. Me and my friends used to like film little short films and like like do lo- loads of little things like that. And we used to like edit them all and like design. I used to like design little bits for all this sort of stuff. And just I was always really interested. Like I spent a lot of time 
uh and they're like teenagers just like faffing around on the computer like yeah with Im- like with images and like i mean I, I like yeah i just had a lot i like definitely played around with um the technical aspects of you know design and graphics mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff but it was never really like purely just like as a hobby playing with no real uh purpose like i never mm-hmm. like studied uh really anything design related probably yeah, until yeah. i didn't do art like i didn't do art at school i never studied art at school um but what i want like one of the things i knew i was really really interested in was the film industry i remember similarly to you I was wanting uh, to get into animation like 3d animation and stuff so like again you're talking like early 2000s at the time where uh so i like left high school in 2005 and like at that point i mean obviously like hollywood movies and stuff are huge and, like <laughs> cgi was becoming like the, the huge thing and obviously like it's still it's just come on and on and on and again i don't think i would have necessarily i would have would i have wanted to be in that and just probably i probably would have had it gone down that route but um i became really interested in video production mm-hmm. and i remember in our fourth year if you remember so i was 16 at the time uh we got to do a work experience work experience it was like exciting times oh, so exciting like out in the world of work as a 16 year old and i remember like they gave us you know like all the local businesses in town like the hairdressers the bakers <laughs> yeah the candlestick makers uh had all their uh, uh you know positions open for students to come along and like and work for a week i remember like i like i might sound like a snob but i just remember looking at this list and just being like oh no i'm not working in any of those i'm i'm really not interested in working in any of those like i mean literally i couldn't like to me what i was potentially signing up to was a week-long prison sentence yeah uh like sweeping and making coffee for people like no and absolutely no disrespect to people who do that sweep up and make make a living yeah Yeah. not at all (laughs) but i was a 16 year old who had you know big dreams and that's not what i wanted to do so I remember at the time, and anyway, like so, the, the I'll come. Sorry, I'll come right. I'll come back to this. I'm jumping ahead to my point. Um, <laughs> so I had a little look around, and I ended up. I arranged my own work experience with. Uh, so like they were called Grampian Television at the time, but this oh, STV, yeah, STV, STV, yeah. So, but it was uh, being in Angus. It was like it was Grampian. Um, so yeah. like, um, basically from like Dundee up to Aberdeen it was grampian that's right yeah uh because of the grampian hills um so i arranged work experience there there was a small outfit in dundee um they had like a local news reporter camera operator that would work out there so i ended up going there for a couple of days i think three two or three days i can't remember i can't actually remember the 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 split but i spent a couple of days in dundee uh working them and like going around like doing little news things with them and like a cat cat stuck up tree quick send the guys around i think like i can't even remember what i wish i could remember what the stories were at the time but i can't honestly i was like i honestly i absolutely loved my work experience so i had the best time i adored it and like um spent a couple of days in dundee so going around with a reporter and like they had like a little production unit they used to do like live streams from there with like green screens and stuff like mm-hmm. I, I i thought it was really really cool i was like <laughs> i just loved it um 
and then went up to Aberdeen. So like STD slash Grampian, and uh, I don't even. I assume they still have a big outfit out there. I don't know if it's all in Glasgow now. Or not. I think they must have something up there for the northeast. Right. But anyway, uh, went up. They there. still have satellite offices. Yeah, because yeah, like big, on the, I mean, it was a it was a big office. Oh yeah, it was huge, based. Yeah. At, yeah, when it was based yeah. up in Aberdeen. Yeah, but they had. Um, so there, they had obviously like multiple reporters. They had like the actual like news studio, like yeah. the TV studio. The people, the, the people the, that you would see on the telly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they had uh, they also had a radio broadcast booth kind of space as well. Um, and I remember sitting with a video editor or a couple of video editors when I was mm-hmm. there because I mean obviously it was like news stuff it was turn all turned around so quickly and they had these gigantic desks you're yeah. talking like a meter and a half wide or something I mean there maybe weren't that big the, I, in my head there were these like <laughs> colossal machines because I, I had literally never seen a desk unit with so many buttons and dials and like, yeah. lights and and I was other just, than Star Trek yeah. yeah 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 and it was like I was just so like in awe of all this stuff and I remember coming away from there. So I, I left my work experience being like, that is <laughs> that is where I, I want to do that. I want to do this. And not necessarily video editing, but I want to do, I want to be like video producer. Yeah. Video, I want to get into video. I want to do that. Like, that's where I want to go. I, I mean, I honestly, like, I had the best time. Funny how life turns out. Well, this is the point of the story where Ross being a, oh, well, I mean, the work experience was when I was 16, probably then spent, a couple of years of other uni stuff and i think i'd maybe moved more into the arts side but i i definitely was still like no no i i definitely want to, i love the technical stuff no in fact i am i'm no i'm talking myself out of my own story here i was definitely into the technical stuff i applied and got an unconditional place at perth college to do video production and which i think is still uh i mean i think there are university courses and stuff too but it's still regarded as a place to go i think for that sort of i don't know thing. i know that i know the audio course was very highly regarded yeah but I they, have a good, they have a big music yeah because it's well i think it's, it does quite, it's perth uhi now isn't it the university of the highlands and islands yes something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. Yeah, yeah so and i think I, I honestly i haven't even looked in it because it's not important but that is this is the thing i was this age right mm-hmm. i knew that is the industry i wanted to go into I went and found the course. I applied to the course. I got interviewed for the course. I got shown around all the stuff. They were like, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, cool. No bother. Uh, but I think I, maybe it wasn't an unconditional. And maybe, I, I know, I seem to remember thinking I was basically in. Like there was no yeah. way I wasn't going to get in. So I essentially had that as an option. I was told yet again. <laughs> that, oh, what are you doing, you madman? What, do you think you're going to like work in Hollywood or something? I was like, who knows? You know, <laughs> maybe I will. Maybe I will. Um, and 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 I honestly, I was talked completely out of it. Yeah, and that is one of those things that, like, I'm I, I'm not a better person. I'm really not. <laughs> but, but 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 I'll tell you something. If you'd have blocked out those voices, yeah, yeah. So. I that summer and the only, this is the thing I, I'm putting this in context because like that summer I basically spent the entire the entirety of that summer um in a state of I have no idea what I'm going to end up doing for the rest for you know the rest of my life yeah um because that is what it was at the time that's how it was painted out to be um 
I, for a very, very brief period, uh, contemplated joining the Merchant Navy, uh, was looking at working offshore in the oil industry and something else. No, I think that was maybe it. And the thing is, is that this was given to me by advice. Uh, the advice I was getting was from my parents. My dad works in oil. And it was uh, like no shade. It was completely, uh, you can earn 60 grand a year in yeah. two or three years if you do this. Yeah. All I can, like, I have never earned 60 grand in my life <laughs> so far, right? Maybe, uh, maybe hey. cumulatively. <laughs> over, maybe. Over no, I'm joking. No, no. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, I've just about made 60 grand <laughs> since yeah. in my working career. Um, yeah, I, no, I mean, like, you know, no disrespect to my parents, but that is where that advice was coming from. Mm-hmm. And uh, all I, I mean, I don't even think, if even if I was made, like, even I'm thinking, like, if I was, like, 19, 20 years old, making 60 grand a year, I would not have anything like the kind of fulfillment I have in my work now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that. I, like, I... I I'm pretty confident yeah. I can say that and and know that I'm right. Mm-hmm. And so essentially, so I ended up getting into university through clearing because I was too late to apply to university, right? Because this was the summer. Yeah. Uh, long story short, stumbled upon this publishing course. It seemed kind of technical, kind of interesting. There was design, there was so stuff. It's kind of getting so, back to the, 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 like, the, the question that we asked at the start. Well, you're saying you got through clearing and stuff. So did you feel... That you still had you you personally did you feel that you needed to go through uni or was this still pressure sure from your yeah so still still 100%. pressure from your your parents it's not that it's not the path I chose uh, yeah. don't worry, look again I don't regret it I don't I mean I, like as much as my gut my gut instinct goes yes it was a waste because I can qualify it with my story mm-hmm. which is I wanted to do something else I was convinced otherwise the other thing about it is that like so I did my publishing degree, never worked in publishing industry in my life. Uh, two people in my course, and I'm, okay, I did mention this earlier, there were only 12 of us, but still only two people <laughs> uh, actually worked in publishing or have, since they left, worked in publishing. Yeah. One still does, one kind of does. Yeah. It's one of these strange worlds. But anyway, um, both friends of mine now, but uh, I never did. I ended up going into marketing because I wanted to I, I really fell in love with the production and the design stuff and wanted to kind of do that mm-hmm. essentially, but didn't have a design qualification, right? Yeah. Had done a bit of marketing uh, in my time, but the one thing I had done is I'd done a lot of production and layout work and like design of publications and that yeah. sort of stuff. So I did actually have like a good grounding and, and a portfolio to, to actually, you know, apply for jobs and, yeah. and get a job. So as it kind of turned out, like, so my, just to kind of give you like the the, bullet, the uh, whistle-stop tour of my careers, I ended up working for a couple of organizations where I was a marketing team of one doing everything. Um, So I essentially learned yeah, like all the other skills to, to get through it, you know, and, and in that time was like, oh, well, I love video. And so like, ended up doing a lot of video stuff and like i mean I, I i mean i did literally do like a bit of everything now i was for a long time a bit of a jack of all and i there was a lot of stuff i absolutely detested doing as well um if i ever have to collate a <laughs> two hundred thousand 
email subscriber list and organize it and do a whole lot of data mining and stuff on it again, I will <laughs> just shoot myself in the head. Um, like, yeah, that is, that's a side of marketing I, I never, ever enjoyed. Uh, to be fair, I do like a spreadsheet, but that was mind-numbing. Um, but this thing, so I now work in video production. It took me 10 years to do it, to get there. So and it's I, one of those things, isn't it? It's the, you know, when you, it's like when you're designing stuff and that you're like, the, your, your first initial instinct is normally right about a design or a logo or something. And your instincts and stuff were just, you've had this gap. I suppose you could look back and be frustrated and go, how far on could I have been if I'd done video production? But the thing is, you could have done video production and it wouldn't, been it in be one of those now, industries. But, yeah, but it would also wouldn't be what I actually do now, if I'm honest. No. And th- and this, it's this the sum why, of all the experience. And this is why I stand by the fact that I don't see my time at university as a waste because it did set me on a path. Mm-hmm. And and because of like the video production I do is 100% marketing related. I like yeah. I still class myself. Yes, I call myself a designer. Yes, I call myself a content producer. But I'm a marketer at my core. And yeah. I, the only reason I do what I do is because of the background I've had in my career. So like yeah. like to kind of again to like to like take it from the start and fast forwards from if you forget if you if you you know you kind of lose your um perspective and or like you know like hindsight's 2020 20, right but um if i look at all the things i've done and take it all into account i can go no no i've i've definitely i went on a path and i mm-hmm. have carved my way through it and i'm i'm now in a place that you know i i love what i do and um yeah it's it's good yeah and it's like however it's it is one of these things where like I, I just feel like generally the the I guess the the bitterness that I joke about is is turned into a real like I'm a real advocate for letting people explore their passions and like yeah. and do what they want. So when, it's, you know when people start talking about oh but oh you know but you you know you might not make that much money doing that. It's like oh you'll you know you'll never make a hundred grand a year doing that. It's like it's, it's, well it's up to them. Really? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's. Um, I'd, far, I'd far rather be uh, enjoy my work and be poor than make a bit more money and absolutely yeah. detest what I do. Like that's just. That is so I think point. it's for us. We're obviously looking back on it, knowing where we are now, so we can say yes. I wouldn't be where I am now, but for anyone who isn't at that bit yet, who's like younger, um. You know, it's for me, it's like, it's that thing. It's just what you said there. It's like, if you want to go to university, go to university. I don't think it will be detrimental to you um, because you will get stuff from it. But I think you have to look at the options of, especially in in a field like ours, is, is there a way you could learn design on the job so is there an agency that would take you on as a young apprentice Mm -hmm. and teach you that way i would say if you had that option do that option 100 learn learn in the job i I guess the problem with that and it's and it's not to criticize your opinion because you're absolutely correct i think is that the industry i don't think really allows for that in a lot of ways no there are but no there aren't uh, but there are some 
gold mine agencies out there who have that culture of we will they're yeah, big take, they're big enough yeah, they're big enough on. to absorb the pay of of an apprentice yeah that will learn it's like um one of my clients um uh he's kind of just through takeovers and stuff that the, the business is no longer there but he had an engineering company and he invested heavily in his apprenticeship scheme and he would bring in apprentices and he treated them so well compared to the rest of the industry. And his business was in Dundee. But what would happen is the apprentices would qualify and they would bugger off to Aberdeen because the wages were better. The jobs weren't better because yeah. the culture sucked, but the money was good. Mm-hmm. And so my client would lose. But my client was like, that's just how the industry is. He says, but I want to give the apprentices the best start that they get. So he was invested in the young that's people. such a healthy way to look at it though. Because I, 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 like, I think to be honest, most, I, I think a lot of employers need to actually take this. Take I this agree. I think they right do. And I think if they but did. And they're like, you, it should be like, it should almost be a goal to train people up. But my, so that, my so point is. Go and, go and achieve what they want to achieve. And then yeah. they, leave you, they leave your organization going, I had the best experience. Yeah. And like so my point is, stuff. is that if more, if more businesses took a stand to take on more apprentices, these are people that would learn in the job and they would do well and they'd be prepared and... Okay, some of them might move on to other companies and stuff, but that's sure. the that's the risk that the 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 person who in the apprenticeship has to take. If people, if kids knew that that was an option, more would do that, and less would go to uni, because mm-hmm. that's the problem with unis right now. They're just everybody's being told go to uni, go to uni. So the unis are overcrowded. They're like understaffed. Um, there's not enough funding going to unis, so. In my opinion, a lot of the university courses are just turning churning out shit because they're just they're filling the classes because they need mm-hmm. the classes because they get funded on the number of people who the, for the next year on the number of people who are in the classes this year. Mm-hmm. And I and think the, it's the, also the, and the passes and stuff as well. Yeah. Exactly, and it's the funding is on how many people pass. So when the I colleges was, when are I was under university. A pass was you you would get a pass at forty percent. Oh, we I was. I got pissed off at some of the people in who were Crazy. passing and like, they shouldn't pass. Their stuff is terrible. Mm-hmm. That should be a fail, not a pass. Um, but they passed. And it's like, but that lessens the quality of my qualification if you're letting terrible stuff. Anyway, that's a different thing. That's yeah. that's a different thing. But I do think that... Um, if you're a company, I mean, I I'd love to do it, but I just can't financially support sure, an apprentice. Yeah, yeah. But, but I think, think if you have a big enough thing, I, I so I I absolutely think so. I completely agree. Like, I think it's it is hard though. Like, you know, just it is kind of the way of the world. Where like, I mean, the design industry. I literally just the way to say the fashion industry. Um, the fashion industry. Yeah, it's like well, oh well, yeah. So I was just saying, the fashion industry is like. They have a lot of apprentices, but they're like slaves, so, you know? And, well, um, actually, yeah, in fact, you, you actually stumbled onto this a little bit earlier, and I was going to actually talk about the publishing industry, because the publishing, I don't know if it's the same now, but I remember even when I was at uni, it was like the it's amount kind of, people, of the same. Oh, like slave labor for years and people clinging on 
like working for free in the hope that they may one day yeah. get offered a job. And, and like it, yeah. the thing is, the thing that's crazy is that like I mean, okay, it wasn't even that long ago, but I remember I remember uh, a very established publishing house in Edinburgh that I will that shall remain nameless um, was advertising an uh, assistant editorial position. Essentially, what this person would be doing, just to kind of like uh, give it context, is they would essentially be going through the slush pile mm-hmm. of manuscripts and basically giving a shortlist to the business to decide whether they then publish that. So, yes, in a lot of ways, it's kind of I don't want to call it grunt work, but kind mm-hmm. of is because it's 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 laborious. Yeah. Um super important that it's right that it's done right yeah um uh yeah and so full-time job offering eleven and a half thousand pounds a year. <laughs> yeah yeah and i remember at the time just being like like i remember <laughs> being told this when we were in uh towards the end of our third year right oh yeah so this like an entry level yeah graduate posi- eleven and a half thousand pounds and i was just like yeah. I could work in a cafe and make more money. Yeah, I could work well, in that's Tesco the thing. Mo- yeah, like significantly yeah. more. And like, I, it was it was so depressing because I, yeah, I started like, on we, we all, we, yeah, yeah, we all spoke about it in in our years. Like, yeah, were you? Do you remember being told that you'd uh, get a a you know twenty five grand a year graduate salary? Yeah, that's pretty much what we were. That's as what well. that's what we were told in animation and stuff as well. Oh, you'll walk straight into like the mid twenties. And then it's like, mm, no, that's not really happening. Yeah, so it's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. But, um, but I, I do think, um, I, I think, kind of like we, I guess, just kind of. Uh, things I, I think there is no definite. There's no like definitive yes or no. Like you know, because I think it's down to choice. And I think that's what we are saying as well. It's definitely yeah. what you're saying is that. It sh- and that's it should be the choice of the person who wants to do it they shouldn't be forced yeah, into I, it because that, so that's the done thing yeah, um, yeah. or you or if you want to do or if you want to go to college or uni and do something that you're interested in to not be pressured in oh you'll never get a job you'll never get a job in that remember i remember my mom and dad were worried when i moved did my graphic design and then suddenly do an animation and literally, you know, I think my dad said, you know, it's like jokingly, but because they were concerned that I just was just not knowing what I was doing, mm-hmm. and they were kind of right. You're um, pissing, but pissing he got life away. No, it wasn't like that at all. They were just, it wasn't that. They were just because they were like, does he know what he's doing? Mm-hmm. Um, and it like because I was doing animation, literally calling it a Mickey Mouse job, you know, because it was just. Like, what's he doing? Well, and, the Disney Corporation is one of the most valuable companies going. So, yeah, hey, do you know what? It well, and actually, me. I think the thing is actually, I think actually this is an interesting point. Sorry, I'll, I have a, I have something I want to talk about, but I'll let you finish your point. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's just I did that course because I didn't feel like I was complete enough or ready to get a job in design. I felt I wanted to do some more. Went down to the open day at the art college, met a man with a Donald Duck bow tie on, had a chat with him. He said, oh, I'm the course leader for animation. 
oh, really interested in that. That's really good. I like animation. And then I applied and got on the course. I wouldn't get on the course today. That's so... The people that get on the course are already amazing at animation. Sure. It's, yeah, you know, yeah, we were like, yeah. we got on because they needed to fill. <laughs> right, Fill, yes. fill yeah, spaces, yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. No, no, um, I've got you, I've got you. But I loved my time there and yeah. I don't regret it. I really don't regret it. Um, I think though, if I'd had, if I was a more confident person when I completed my graphic design degree, I probably would have tried to get a, go into work um, and do that. Because one of the weird things is, is uh, when we finished doing our graphic design degree, one of the guys in my class actually got a job at DMA Design, who did Lemmings and stuff, oh, cool. as a level yeah. designer. You know, and he was in the same So, and there was me doing three years of animation and couldn't get a job in a games company. Richard worked his way up through DMA. Mm -hmm. uh, they then changed into another company and and, and he was there for a long time. Um, and he's still in the games industry. Um, that's, yeah, that's cool. That's and it's cool. it's one of those things where it's like, what he's, you know, he was a bit more confident and a bit like you and saying, I'm going to go and get a job in this. And I was like, oh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Um but yeah, yeah. I know well, that you've I mean, I'm saying I was confident, but I mean, I still got I got talked completely out of it. Mm -hmm. And it, like, it was quite funny. This like no joke. This conversation came up quite recently, like a month ago or something. I was having this chat with my dad, right? <laughs> and uh, I can't remember like how it came about. Um, but he was kind of like, oh, you know. Like you went to uni and it like turned out kind of all right and blah blah. It was one of those like conversations, like yeah. oh, you know, like and it, and I was like, right, let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about talk this, about uni. Actually, let's you know. I, I I mean I was sober as well at yeah. the time of this conversation was happening. I was like, well, yeah, it's uh, really interesting you're bringing that up because I remember having a conversation with you about what I wanted to do. And uh, do you remember? I remember I uh, went along to Perth College that day to look at the video production course, and he was like, kind of looked to me a bit blankly. It was like, yeah. and he went, "You were there, like, come on, you were, you were there, like, remember?" <laughs> and he was like, "Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, we went along, yeah, yeah, yeah. and had all that, all that stuff. Yeah, and uh -huh, yeah, they had all the stuff and all the gear and uh, yeah, uh huh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I do remember that." Why didn't you do that? <laughs> and honestly, I was like, I, I was like, I thought you'd never ask. Um, and I remember being like, well, you talked me out of it. And he was like, Dada? <laughs> right? And this is, no, so to him, it's just like, oh. Yeah. Like, to me, life changing to me, decision, like, Dad. And to me, I'm like, yeah. like, Again, I, I I have brought this up multiple times, even just in this podcast. But I, I I'm so like astounded by it. The, yeah. the whole like just the way it all panned out, and and you know what I ended up doing. But I think, like I say, is that um like I just I like one hundred percent the lesson. The lesson for me is if you have something you're interested in, go do it. Like go yeah, just go go, and go do, do it. it. And even but even if university isn't even if like a, a university or college or whatever isn't even necessarily where you want to go you don't i think for i mean yes okay if you want to be a lawyer or a surgeon 
uh, yeah, fair enough. You're going to have to, yeah, you're going to have to go do. down that route. But see if you don't have the grades. If you don't, if you've left school and you don't have the grades to mm-hmm. get into, you know, to whatever. Like, if you want to be a doctor or a lawyer, you'll get there. You'll still you get can there. Still do it. But I mean, yeah. if you actually want to do it, like there are pathways to go if you want to. Um, and I know people who've gone down the academic routes mm-hmm. long after they've left school. And I think like it's definitely the the that is one hundred percent the lesson for me. But I think the thing that I the thing I would like sorry, the thing that I feel is still missing with schools and attitudes towards like education and work. Because it's all about look, education other than, you know, for the expansion of our minds, like if you want to call it that, it's to set us up to join the workforce right at the end of the day yeah um i think schools especially are very ignorant to the world of entrepreneurship um Mm. and and business in general yeah yeah like so like i mean i don't really want to make this a conversation about entrepreneurship as in like making your own thing and and you know making a starting a business and doing carving out your own Mm-hmm. like making yourself a job if you you know yeah i'm not i don't really want to get into that because that's probably we could have a that's another yeah, talk I, that's that another, another episode yeah, yeah but i do think um the the kind of naivety around business um i think is is a it certainly was a problem when i was at school because mm-hmm. i mean like i say there are jobs i said this earlier there are jobs that exist that i literally would never have been exposed but you've to also got the thing of as well that there's there's no job for life anymore, so you're there's, not being so, you, like yeah, no, the no, school there, system. There is, the school no, there, system there is, is completely that. Yeah. yeah, the school system's been built is an old school system because you 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 did your subjects, you trained, and you got a job, and you were there till and you, you did retired. that for fifty years, and then you retired. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's not like that now. Yeah. Now and during your eulogy, they would read out the job you had. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and yeah. and whereas now. You, people flip jobs and they flip well, careers, I, like, I, I've and had, so I've you had need to be. I mean, okay, I'm only I'm only in my thirties. I've had a few jobs. Yeah. Um, do right. Do I know what I'll be doing in ten years? No. Yeah. Period. Yeah. I don't. I don't have a clue. Yeah. I I genuinely don't. I I like I don't believe that even a five year plan. Yeah. Uh, works the way that it used to work. No, it doesn't. You know? It's like, but um, what, what, what the thing I was like, sorry, just, just to yeah, to backtrack ever so slightly. Just the the thing I wanted to talk about with the whole like schools and business thing is that see when it comes to like looking at like so for example, I mean this was inspired by your uh, your dad's Mickey Mouse degree comment mm-hmm. for example. Companies like the Disney Corporation. I'm going to call. Them, I don't know if they're called the Disney Corporation, but Disney probably are yeah walt disney studios or whatever there's multiple yeah. there's multiple organizations within it the i mean okay they are a gigantic business and they are all over the world mm-hmm. um but the amount of different career options even just within that one business yeah but that is just one business of the hundreds of thousands <laughs> millions even i don't know how many business there's probably yeah. millions I, I have no <laughs> idea but like uh, even like large companies like large companies call it thousands of large companies that are out there um there are multiple different career options across all of them mm-hmm. 
and you know you're talking about large businesses here um but i don't think schools really teach people that that's a thing like, yeah it's like well you know it's like well like i feel like there's still an i this this idea of well oh you know you you, you know you want to be a a uh, fill in the blank job description, right? It's like I mm-hmm. want to be a doctor, yeah. vet, yeah, accountant, um, yeah. But it's like, you know, what? What? I'm trying to think just off the top of my head, like all the other. I, I don't know. I, I I try to like narrow down one yeah. job, but I'm like, well, what? You know, what could it be? Like executive assistant, um, proofreader. Um, yeah there's there's lots of, yeah there's lots of, you can break it all yeah, down and then like, you can break that are, further down into you want to be a proofreader who specializes in working with oh, so, specific sure, industries sure. Yeah, and yeah. it's well I, I, and again that's that that could that's probably more likely going down the the kind of self-employed entrepreneur route to some degree yeah it depends yeah i mean you but, get a, yeah but i i think that i i just feel like there is a there is a probably still quite a closed understanding yeah, it's, of, of how yeah. especially large businesses and stuff actually really operate it's like like i'm mean, even thinking like the amount of people that ended up doing like hr that like i know mm-hmm. like loads of people that ended up like studying yeah. hr um some actually work in hr like i remember that being like a thing that people could do like remember you know like being in school and like oh yeah HR, oh, hr hr like what's this hr thing but it's because it, it fits into this like old old school yeah m- like management structure yeah it's a classic hiring. it's a classic it, position in a business yeah you know yeah, and it's yeah. yeah but it's it's very it's old fashioned though mm-hmm. and it's like it's like we've we are so far past the industrial revolution <laughs> you know so like yeah why are we still but we're still creating like cookie cutter student graduates uh, etc yeah to fit into this world that is just it's changed like the world is changing so fast that this like schools in general are not keeping up in my opinion like mm-hmm. i'm not an education expert i'm not going to pro- proclaim to be one but i just think that like the even so like i know we're, we were we were talking about university we're kind of talking about school now but like for example um you still study like maths, English, whatever as as like basic subjects. Mm-hmm. So like, unless you are applying a lot of this stuff, you literally use almost none, almost nothing that you yeah. learn in like in a in maths in school. Like, can you remember the last time you did long division? No. Could you do long division now? Not the way that Aaron's been taught how to do it. Because they've totally changed how they do it. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Actually, this is interesting. So he was taught how to do long division, like, in school, like, recently. Yeah. I think that's hilarious. I think that's absolutely hilarious. Yeah. And the reason they still say, do the same stuff. So long division. Oh, nobody does that. Nobody will do that. And I mean, like, the thing is, like, people, like, I remember, like, being in school and be like, oh, you know, if, oh, it's lazy to use a calculator, right? No, 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 no. This is the way the world is now. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, you have you have a tool. We have a tool that, and the reason that's a and that is a good thing, and not it's not that oh it lets us be la- be lazy. That's not the way of. That's not the way mm-hmm. I see it. The way I see it is it's like imagine you have an incredibly complex problem to solve, 
do you want to spend exactly. a lot of your brain yeah. power trying to work out how to divide yeah. a couple of big numbers together? Does that divide a couple of big numbers together? I'm going to run with it. That's what I said. Or do you want to use the brain power of a little machine to tell you what the answer is so that you can then focus on the wider problem? Mm. You know, actually do stuff. And I, I feel like there are so many other subjects that are just like that. And okay, don't get yeah. me wrong. Like if you want to, I know that like, um, you know, you need to have understanding of complex mathematics. Uh, to be honest, stuff that you'd probably wouldn't even learn in school anyway. You'd have to go to university mm-hmm. to yeah, so, you say to. If you were doing like computer science and like programming and that kind of stuff. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I do get that it still has application and I want, I don't, I'm not going to take that away from anyone, but things like teaching kids how to do long division these days, I, it actually kind of makes me angry yeah. that we waste time. I I'm I, I will call it a waste. I we we covered having an opinion in our first episode. That yeah. this is an opinion I I feel really strongly about because it's teaching people to what it does is it it teaches people that the thing you should be aiming to do is pass a test. That is your goal. Your goal you need to learn this thing so you can pass an exam on it. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's like it. what I'm saying. But that's, that's it. That is the final. That is the final. But that's like unis as well. Do. To pass your course to get a degree grade, you must do this thing. It's industry aren't using it anymore. Yep. But to pass this course, you have to do it. Yeah. And that's one of the downsides. It's absolute of, nonsense. I mean, in a, in a lot of ways, I think with university courses, is that um, they are kind of. Uh, for not not every not every course. I mean, I'm not going to tar every university and or. Uh, subject with the same brush but mm-hmm. they are kind of cobbled together from modules from different uh fields to, to yeah. kind of like I, I mean i remember like we were lumped in in the publishing uh degree we were like lumped in with a lot of the journalism students for example and communications because mm-hmm. some of it did kind of cross over but not yeah. really so like you know so like the for example like publishing we did one on publishing law um and a lot of that applied to like newspapers and like libel, yeah. like things like you know libel and um, mm-hmm. data and uh, not data protection. What am I looking at? Uh, copyright, like copyright and libel and that that mm-hmm. kind of stuff that applied across the board, right? Yeah. So that's that's kind of fair enough. But then we had we had a subject on I think they just called it communication, and it was like honestly, it was the biggest load of bollocks I've ever learned in my life, and I. I, I'm probably sound quite disrespectful, but I just remember being there, just being like, "This is so pointless. It is literally not related at all to our mm-hmm. degree." But it was a module on the course that you had to pass to get through the. De- but yeah. again, no app, no real world application. I don't think. Yeah, um, some of it. Be- I may be being overly critical because I just remember not enjoying my some first will, year yeah, uni. But I'm just as 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 like the pre- previous few podcast i'm just wondering if we're starting to go over the same stuff again and again and we should probably we probably <laughs> we probably should try to wrap up i think to um, kind of wrap up i think yeah i think like there, um, there are multiple routes to do what you want to do and, yeah so you know you if know. the question was is it worthwhile going to uni it depends on your situation mm-hmm. and and what your end goal is um you know, if you're going because you're being told to go and it's not something you want to do, it's not worthwhile going to uni. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I'll, uh, I will plus one that view. For um, sure. If you are going into an industry 
where it's pretty much you have a you know it's 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 a specific way of learning that you're required to do the job then yes it's worthwhile going but then there's also some jobs where it's a different route like design industry you don't have to go to uni you can't and there's lots of people who went to uni and dropped out after six weeks and went this isn't for me yep. and they've become successful like I you said that, yeah. earlier there yeah. are there are different routes to get to the same yep. point that you need to Absolutely. um and I, it's just what suits you best so yeah i think as well like um i mean i guess i'm gonna put i'm gonna guess that most people listening to this are probably older anyway yeah so they'll be uh, they're not contemplating po- going to university. post uni post yeah, they're, they're not going years. they're not contemplating going to uni but yeah. if you know you are speaking to someone who is i i like the i think like i i i i came across so many people when i was in uh when i was a student who had started a course and left because they didn't like it yeah um or they weren't really bothered they just they picked it because they thought, oh, fine, that'll do. Um, and I, it is it is just such a shame because, first of all, like, let's look at the practical aspect of, like, the money wasted on it, mm-hmm. essentially. But also, like, the experiences that, you know, like, this whole thing of, like, opportunities you say yes to, you means you're saying no to something else. Yeah. It's like, if you're tying yourself up in a university course that you don't like, you're missing out potentially on so many other experiences that you could be, mm-hmm. and whether those experiences are going to help you in your career or whether it's just general life stuff, uh, you know, overall the, the kind of lesson in my view is that if you know what you want to go and study, go do it. Please want to do it. If you, yeah. if you're going to do it, please at least have some sort of drive in you to do it other than, Oh, it'll be nice to get a degree on my CV. Yeah. Um, but also, don't rush. Like, if you don't really know what you want to do, don't just pick something just for the sake of it. Like, I, I mean, I, I can look back and be like, do you know what? I kind of wish I'd maybe done the kind of, I don't want to call it a gap year, but like, mm-hmm. I don't think I was quite there just because of the way things panned out. Um, I should have went and done the video production course, I think, looking back on it. However... However, I didn't. Um, should I maybe have thought, well, do I actually need to go and go to uni now? Can I wait a year? Because a year is not a long time. It's really not a long time at all. You know, it's different when you're that age, though. You've got exactly no, no, keeping uh, yourself back and yeah. Well, one hundred percent. No, so so it is. But then, but in the grand scheme of things, what you graduate a year later, mm-hmm. nobody will care. I really don't. There's lots of different care. circumstances as well in terms of uh, money. You know, do you know? Do you go into further education because you know that there's like, you know, uh, so, you will get funding and so stuff. Fair, there's, in, there's... in fact, let's act, yeah. In fact, I'll I'll kind of like I'll check my own privilege if you like. With that is that like I wasn't in a position where I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I wouldn't have been able to like doss about the house. <laughs> no, yeah. For a year, but um, like I wasn't probably in a position where like I needed to get out of the house. Mm-hmm. I needed to go and make a life for myself. I needed to go and earn. I need like, you know, it wasn't that for me. Like, yeah, not everyone's in that position. Like, so kind of one hundred percent fair enough. Um, however, like even kind of looking at the, I I left home. <laughs> yeah, still I just... went. I paid rent. I yeah. Wor- I worked. Like yeah, uh, you know. 
whatever. Um, yeah, I think overall, like, there are just so many. That there are obviously loads of benefits. Over obviously, yeah. I think it's just like I, I think it's like making make an informed decision, whatever mm-hmm. you do. Um, but again, most people listening to this probably have already been before. I would say as well. I'd say if you're thinking about if you are listening to this and you are thinking about going to uni to do a course try and you know try and find people that have done that course um or are in the industry you want to go into and speak to them first um and get their genuine kind of feedback don't just kind of listen to two blokes like us to go oh yeah you maybe you should or maybe you shouldn't you know every course is different for every different industry so speak to people you know and get because like i said it will also be dependent on your personality makeup the uni uni could be good for you if you're a certain personality type if you're another personality type it'll probably clash with you and you won't get the most out of it you'd probably be better just going to companies and saying, hey, I want to be in this industry because your drive and passion will make maybe make some business owners go, geez, this guy's really, or girl, is really wanting to do this. Maybe we should give him a chance, give him like a part-time position. It's going to suit different people in different ways. So just, sure. yeah, you know. Yeah, and, and certainly in terms of, uh, I can't actually remember how we phrased this at the very start. I'm going to have to go back and listen to literally how we started it. But it's like, is it The necessary? question. Yeah. No, I said, is it worthwhile it going worthwhile, to university? Worthwhile is, yeah. was, the, was the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Not because the question could have been, should you go to university? Yeah, or, or is it, I think it's like the way I phrased it on Twitter. Tw- I'm doing that Twitter thing again. Twitter. 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 Um was is it necessary yeah um, so there's different ways depending on how you phrase the I, question I, again yeah. it was very like deliberate because i wanted to make it like a is it this yeah. or is it that and i i think the answer to that and certainly my view is no it's not necessary um i wanted to get people's thoughts on it and, and yeah yeah but that's yeah. a good way of wording it to get to get instant reactionary oh, yeah, feedback for sure for sure um, yeah and yeah but i think that, that like I say it, it's it's obviously down i mean like the answer there is no the, not we're trying to like i think like a lot of questions well that's yeah it obviously just depends i think that yeah i think just in my view the things to think about are you know well what's the field you want to get into is it is it realistic is it actually what you want to do and yeah. that you know like think about I, I again, I feel like we're like doling out advice to people who are contemplating. Well, no, I think some totally, of the things, a lot of the things we talk about, listening to this in that yeah. position, but you know, a lot of the things that we talk about, I think at the at the end of it, it'll probably turn into a well, it depends. But the point of the podcast is we have that question yes. to start, and we do we we look at both sides of it, and then if if it gets to the end and you go, well, actually, it depends on your circumstances. That's a fine answer. That's not a cop out because we've. You know, talked for ninety minutes. Yeah, to kind of explore it all. Yeah. So, um, so our 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 adoring fans slash listeners, um, if you want to call us out on our copping out of uh, answering our own question, feel free to do so on Twitter. <laughs> I'm doing oh, Twitter. 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 Oh. Feel free to tweet. Yes, feel free to tweet us. Um, so yeah, you can get us at Let's Hit Rec. And you can get raw. Uh, you can get no. I'm Ross. You can get call on <laughs> at Pixels Call. I'm at Rad Coverdale. 
I think it's time to wrap it up. Thanks yeah, to everyone I think who it is. replied on Twitter as well to my question. Yeah. Um, so. Thanks for your input. You've helped us discuss some of the points raised. And yeah, hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode. We'll see you next time for another It Depends kind of answer. Yes. <laughs> and uh, if you have enjoyed this episode, tell a friend. That's all we know. That's all we want to. That's all we want to say. Should we maybe do the like the thingies on iTunes thing, like five stars if you want to give us five stars and a favorable review? Would that be rude yeah. of us to ask that? No, give us five stars, please. Can, yeah, yeah. Positive, um, favorable reviews only, please. <laughs> if you do have unfavorable reviews, please feel free to keep those to yourself. Yeah, you can mail them in. <laughs> yeah, directly. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you'll find. We will the, put them on the pin board, and we will take note of them. Yeah, but we're not going to tell anyone the address to post them to, because that's the joke. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. We will see you, and or next time you will hear us, because we won't see or hear the people who are just listening another time. Bye for now. Bye for now. <laughs>